Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast. Welcome back to the First Comics News Podcast, Episode 40. As promised at the end of episode 39, I have a very special guest today with me, my son, 13-year-old, going on 28, Lucas. Hello, everybody. If you're familiar with our YouTube channel, Sports and Geekery, you may have watched Lucas grow up from a wee lad of seven, uh, all the way up through elementary school, middle school, and now getting ready to go on to high school. But if not, he's your typical 13-year-old boy. Uh, like superheroes, video games, uh, sports, uh, anything you want to share with the listening audience today? Uh, not really. Okay, so let's just establish right now, uh, you are not a huge comic book fan. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. All right, well, let's say this then. How many comic books do you read on a monthly basis? That's not fair. That's not fair. Okay, so we'll say, uh, we'll round it down to zero. Uh, he has been known to read Spider-Man on occasion, uh, things like that, but he doesn't follow the monthly periodicals that uh, closely. Uh, but he does like superhero movies, yes, uh, particularly the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the rankings, uh, we did see Shazam. Yes, we did. Uh, that was a pretty decent movie. Yes. Uh, what did you think of Aquaman? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> This is DC. You aren't prepared for this, obviously. Uh, we, I mean, we see all the superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, not Hellboy, obviously. That's rated R. Uh, but you're well-rounded. You know who the characters are. Uh, you're actually doing a deep dive, watching all of them in order. Yes. Uh, we got the Age of... Not the Age of Ultron, the last uh, movie there, Infinity War, uh, that we'll watch before. The new movie, Endgame, comes out a week from Friday. Yes. Wrapping up this whole cinematic universe. Uh, so what I did is on First Comics News, I posted my listing of all of the movies uh, in order uh, to include the newest release, Captain Marvel. Uh, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to kind of go over my feelings about the movies. I'm going to see what you think. Yes. Okay. So we're going to start off with the Speedball level. For those of you who don't know who Speedball was back in the uh, early 90s, I believe, Stan Lee and uh, Steve Ditko created a new character. Uh, and it was supposed to be a throwback, you know, a teenager getting powers and such, and he was named Speedball. Uh, didn't go over very well. Uh, it was supposed to be a big deal. Uh, he did eventually join, I believe, the West Coast Avengers or something, but uh, he's not very well thought of. So we're at the Speedball level, the low-level bottom of the food chain. Uh, and my worst Marvel Cinematic movie uh, was Thor 2. Mm-hmm. Dark World. What can you tell me about Thor 2, Dark World? Uh... Yeah, I mean, pretty much the basics. It was the second Thor movie. Thank you. Okay. Uh, some... It was a, a, a bad movie. It was boring as hell. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> they, they took a while to get uh, really good with Thor. Uh, and that was just, I, I just think it was not a great movie at all. Um, then uh, in this little group, and now I just want to preface that, yeah, these are, bad, these are the bad Marvel superhero movies. Uh, Thor 2. Uh, then I followed that up with Iron Man 2. I followed it up with The Incredible Hulk. I did not like that movie. And Iron Man 3. So those are my bottom of the barrel. Uh, Incredible Hulk, I mentioned on the article that you couldn't even finish watching it. It was not good. 
it was very jumpy. Like, it was like, some parts would be like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. And then sometimes I'd think like, did they just show me a trailer for the movie that I'm watching in the middle of the movie? Because it was very like cut and then like, it'd be like very cutty. Like, it'd be like someone like looking at something and it'd be like very like just one thing to another. It wasn't really well put together. Yes, it was a... Uh... They've tried a couple times with the Incredible Hulk, including the TV series. They can't get it right. I feel the Incredible Hulk. I don't know if I have to say uh, incredible every time I mention the Hulk or not. But uh, I feel like the Hulk is a great supporting character. I thought he was fantastic as a character in the Avengers movies, obviously. I thought he was a good job uh, in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, But I don't need to see a whole movie with the Hulk uh, he's a great supporting character. I, I don't think he's a main star, though. Yeah. So you agree with that? And Iron Man 3, I don't know if you remember anything about the... Did you ever see... You probably uh, watched Iron Man 2 with the whiplash with the big whip. Yes, I watched that yeah, one. Yeah, uh, that, that I, I didn't care I for either. Third yeah, third one, I don't know if I've even... I barely remember it. So that was the bottom of the barrel. I don't think many people will argue with that, uh, quite honestly. Uh, next up is Joe Fixit level. Uh, this I grouped, this is where the majority of the movies are, and these are just solid movies. They're good, they're decent, not fantastic, yeah. not I want to watch them over and over again, but you know what, I left the theater thinking that was a, that was a pretty good time. Yeah. And what I'll do is, uh, let's see here, there's, there's a bunch of these, I'll break these into the, low, uh, the upper and the lower, I'll break them into two. So Joe Fixit uh, was a comic book character, again back in I think the, the 90s, early 90s maybe, and what it was was the Incredible Hulk got the brains of Bruce Banner. but So he was an intelligent Hulk. He, was, he was also gray. And he worked in Las Vegas as a bouncer. He wore a suit and a hat. And somehow nobody knew that was the Hulk. And he went by the name Joe Fixit. That, hmm. So we're not talking top-of-the-line superhero here, but we are talking something pretty interesting because the stories actually were pretty cool. Uh, so, I mean, it's not without its flaws, but it was still a solid read. So this is where I put the first Thor movie. Uh, do you remember the Green Lantern movie? Uh. Yeah, barely. Uh, That was, you were pretty young when we watched that one. So I feel Thor suffers from the same thing Green Lantern did is you have a character who can go throughout the universe, who's renowned for interacting with alien species, for traveling to exotic planets and stuff. And all they did was hang out in the desert. Yeah. That was Green Lantern after, like, the opening scene, and it was very disheartening. Same thing with Thor. They took this god of thunder who could go to all these places, and he's in the desert fighting creatures. Yeah. And I love Thor. Uh, My original bulletin board name was the Hammer God on Xbox. Uh, I I loved him. But uh, do you like Thor? Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. On a scale of 1 to 10, your feelings of Thor. 10 being the bomb, and 1 being... I'd give him like a six or seven. All right. He's pretty good. Okay. Uh, and then we have the Ant-Man and Wasp. Pretty decent movie. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. I thought it was a decent movie. I mean, it it was good. I mean, it wasn't exciting. I mean, I, I thought the first movie was a little better. Uh, the second one, you know. What I, I didn't like about the second one was the villain. Hmm. The girl. It, it just seemed like... I don't know. Not a great villain. She's invisible and strong. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah, she shifted and stuff, but... I don't know. It wasn't, uh, it was, again, this is the level that it was good, but not great. Uh, then, this this one you may not agree with, but we'll see. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. 
Okay. Where he fight, where they fight, uh... Ego. Ego, the living planet. Yes. Which is actually a very long-term comic character uh, that was very surprising to see the life. But problems with this movie, and I think this movie may suffer from comparisons with the first movie, where the first movie was so good. Yeah. And then the second one, they did the whole Empire Strikes Back thing, where instead, like, the first movie was the whole about the team... The second movie was they splintered them all up all yeah. over the place. So you're jumping all over the place trying to get this story. Yeah, because we had like that, uh, who is it? Gamora in like the cave with her sister. Mm-hmm. And then we had like a Star-Lord with his like dad. And then we had like, I don't know, there it was all over the place. It yeah, was... I, I love the characters though. Yeah, the characters. But it's just, it, it, again, it's a good movie, but not great, uh, unfortunately. Uh, then above, a little bit above that, I have Ant Man, the original one, which was a fun movie. Yeah, it was good, but I mean, I don't know, it was good. It was there. Uh, I mean, it, my problem with Ant Man is I think he has so much more potential for like the, the effects of getting small and getting big. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they utilize it quite perfectly. Yes. I mean, you think about you remember uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah. And how creative that was with like the, the environment, like yeah. where just a raindrop could almost. Kill you. Yeah. This one, you don't feel that. It's just like he feels small, but not. Because the environment still, doesn't feel big. He feels small. Yeah. It's also because he has. He still has like his good strength, which kind of like takes away from like the risk factor mm-hmm. of being small. So like, why not just always be small? There's really no downside. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're a smaller target, and I guess you're not noticeable. I yeah, know. I mean, it's hard. You can't you kind of disappear almost. It's almost like yeah. turning invisible, which I want someone who's small and interacts with the environment more. Uh, but I will tell you that, uh, it, I mean, the whole character with, uh, it kind of follows the comic character. I mean, he, Ant-Man was introduced back, I think, in the 60s. And he had the same arc that you see in him go through where he was Ant-Man, then he was Giant-Man. And, and he reversed it and got big, which was very cool to see in the movies. Now, uh, after Ant-Man, and now we're getting into the middle of the, the good movie list. Uh, I have Avengers, Age of Ultron. Uh, this one, I mean, it's an Avengers movie. It's cool. Yeah. But it's not the best Avengers movie. Yeah. And I thought Ultron wasn't that, I mean, Ultron's a famous comic book character, so they did all right mm-hmm. by him. But I just felt he was kind of bland. Because this was at the point where we had Wonder Woman with like this bland villain. You know, the DCU yeah. movies with these bland CGI villains. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it was just, it, it just seemed forced. And I, I, I didn't think they did a good job with, uh, the vision, uh, the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, I mean, Quicksilver, if you remember the X-Men movies where the, he slowed down, yeah. to, he was so cool. And then we got this lame cat Quicksilver, which was kind of disappointing. Yeah. And it was a long movie too. And that movie started the whole heroes fighting each other thing too. Yeah. But, uh, now what do you think of that movie? Um, I'm not sure. It not was, sure? It was just, yeah. it's an Avengers movie. Yeah. There's so many better movies, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Marvel set themselves up for a very, very high standard. Um, and then after that, I have Captain Marvel, the most recent superhero yeah, movie. I, I liked it. It was good. It, it was good. Again, I had, uh, I had, I had it very similar to Thor, where you have this Captain Marvel girl and, uh. They kept kept her on Earth too long. Yeah, I, I, I also feel like they like 
kept her away from her powers too long. Yes. It's like right at the end of the movie, they're like, oh yeah, uh, here's her power. I totally forgot about this. Put it in. It felt to me like the original Guardians of the Galaxy, if you remember that, where uh, with Quinn, at the beginning they had like a five minute setup of him on Earth and then he's boof, he's off into space. Yeah. It felt like if they did that with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first half of that movie would have been him on Earth before he actually got to space. It took forever for her to become super awesome. Yeah. And uh, it was cool, but it was cool to see the scrolls, the shapeshifters yeah. and stuff. They're amazingly enough comic relief in the, the the comic books. They've invaded a number of times and taken over superheroes and infiltrated oh, wow. and stuff. So they're really bad guys. And this movie kind of made them uh, kind of likable. Uh, yeah, they were like, oh yeah, uh, actually these guys are good now. Yeah, you want these guys to live. Comic fans like me, that was a major twist. Yeah. I mean, that was like that was like going into the new Star Wars movie, and all of a sudden. The First Order is the heroes. Yeah. And, oh, well, the Rebels are actually the bad guys. It's like, what? That, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Just to think about it. That's why some, a lot of people don't particularly care for the movie. But I thought that, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Not great. Uh, it had a lot of 80s vibes, but didn't really feel, like, it didn't, didn't feel like it nailed the 80s vibe. Yeah. It wasn't quirky enough to me. After that, I had uh, Doctor Strange. That, I like that movie. That was good. So I think Doctor Strange will be where we get from the lower good to the upper good. Yeah. And now there's a big difference between Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange, I feel. Yeah. Doctor Strange was cool. Yeah. Uh, the way the earth shifted and the cities yeah. flowed. You did an amazing job with the special effects and like really like making that really look amazing. What did you think? Of, do you remember the end of that movie where his, uh, his friend there turned on him because he felt sorcerers were getting too involved? And now he's he's going to be the villain in the next one. It's been a while since he's seen Doctor yeah, Strange. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. Uh, Doctor Strange has always been kind of a C-level character, and the fact they actually made a movie and it was pretty decent was pretty cool. Yeah. But it was cool because they, they they utilized the character, which is what uh, Captain Marvel and the original Thor. I didn't feel they did. Yeah. You know, it, it gave us something that the rest of the movies really didn't give us. Above hit that, I have Black Panther. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problems with Black Panther is, uh, it just felt very formulatic, formulaic, formulaic. Whoa, kick on that end there. Um, it just felt, I don't know, my, my problem with Black Panther is I feel like they did hit the character wrong. Uh, they have this order set up where you fight for the leadership. Yeah. And then when the guy comes... And you show the Black Panther winning, and everyone's like, yay! Yeah. And then when, uh, uh, what's his name, Killmonger comes, yeah. he does the same challenge. Everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And then they both take the powers away, so they're both human, and yeah. he gets the crap kicked out of him, and everyone's mad at him. He's just following the rules. Yeah. And Black Panther couldn't beat him one-on-one fairly. Yeah. So... And the only way he could do it is to get the special powers back. And even then, it was kind of iffy. So I thought the character arc was kind of weak on him. Uh, I thought Killmonger was actually pretty sympathetic with what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that at the end, the Black Panther actually did what Killmonger was trying to do and reveal themselves to the world, I felt took away some of uh, Black Panther's story. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, uh, this guy's bad, but I'm still going to do what he was going to do. So... Yeah, and where they're, they're in fighting, and then they're, uh, they have, uh, you know, the husband's fighting the wife, and then the husband's on the big, uh, what was it, a rhino? Yeah. 
and she just like yells at the rhino and it stops and then yeah. everyone realizes that they're silly fighting and everyone just stops fighting mm. it was like very bizarre to me uh <clears throat> then i have captain america first avenger I like that, that was good. a good movie yeah. when i when we were watching it the other day or a couple of weeks ago yeah the way they made chris evans small and scrawny yeah they, it was like i was like that different actor. That has to be a different actor. Yeah, actually, mom, mom thought that he was that scrawny, and they special affected him up to be oh. buff. She, I mean, that's how well done it was. But this was an origin story for Captain America that went back to World War Two. Uh, I thought Red Skull, and that Red Skull is actually Captain America's most famous villain. He's his arch enemy, if you will. I mean, they only feature him in one movie, which. Well, he had a cameo in the last Avengers movie. Oh. Uh, Oh right, because he was at that place. Yeah, he was like the gatekeeper because he because of his what he did on yeah Earth, um, with the with the uh, tesseract tesseract. Thank you for that pulling up that name. Um, but I thought it was a fantastic first origin movie. Yes. Uh, from start to finish, I mean that if, if it wasn't for another movie on this list, I think that would have been like the perfect uh, intro origin story for a superhero. Yeah. And the last movie in this middle category of good. And again, we're at the very cusp of the good and great sections. Uh, but I, I, it got dinged a little bit for me, and I'll explain why. That is Captain America, Winter Soldier. <clears throat> the reason I put that in the merely good is I felt it wasn't Captain America enough. Yeah, it was like more of like a, I don't know. I compared, um, you've probably never seen him because you're too young, but uh, the Jason Bourne movies, like a spy movie. He spends a lot of time out of costume. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not superhero stuff, hand-to-hand combat stuff with normal, you know, mercenaries and stuff. It didn't feel like a superhero movie. It felt almost like a gritty spy movie. A good movie, but not a great superhero movie. Yes. So now we're getting to the Watcher level. This is the creme de crop. Uh... The Watcher, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They had a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the Watcher are an ancient race of, uh, I think he's a giant. I think he's like 14 feet tall. Uh, they're all shaved heads and stuff. And what they do is they observe. So our Watcher for our area was on the moon, and he observed humanity. Huh. and kind of documented what happened on Earth. He could never get involved, but he watched. That's why they call them the Watchers. Yeah. And there are Watchers in all the different universes, watching and, and chronicling the development of the universe. Were those the people that were talking to, or Stanley was talking to? Exactly. Yeah. That was the cameo. He was hanging out with the yeah. Watchers. Um, and this is the, 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 the most powerful level, like the great level. We've yeah. gone beyond Joe Fixit and we've gone beyond Speedball. These are, I feel, all legitimately great movies. And we're going to start off with the one that kicked off the whole... Marvel Cinematic Universe, one that I, amongst many other people, thought was going to go up in flames and fail, and that is Iron Man. That was an amazing movie. That, that movie. was phenomenal. Yes, I love that movie. Now, you know, probably, again, remember when I'm talking to a 13-year-old, Robert Downey Jr. has been around the block a couple times. He, he start, got his start in the 80s, and he's been through a lot. He's been, I think, addicted to drugs a number of times, alcohol, rehab. He's gotten so many chances. I remember when he won an Oscar for Chaplin, and that was like he was back, and then he yeah. fell back into drugs. And this was really a controversial casting because people didn't think he'd even be reliable. Yeah. And uh, 
if it, but he nailed it. Yeah. He, he is Tony Stark. He did an amazing job acting the part. And it's like, it's hard to like, I don't know, like some of the scenes I'm like, how is this even like effects? This is so like real, like it's really like amazing. And at the end, I still remember uh, sitting there when they, when, at the end when all the press was there and they're like, oh, what's this Iron Man? He's like, oh, he's my bodyguard and stuff. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, you know, no one will know who the superhero is. And then he was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm Iron Man. Yeah. And I was like, what? This, this movie just messed with me big time. Yeah. Uh, but that movie got it all started, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's still a great origin movie. I like how they just throw the idea of like, no one must know my identity. They just throw that out the window. They're like, no, this this is a different kind of person. Yes, this is a guy who loves the yeah. attention. Um, and then from there, I went to the original Avengers movie, uh, which as a kid seemed impossible that we'd ever get an Avengers movie. Why? Because there was just too many great superheroes, and how could you do it and make it good? Uh, yeah, we didn't have computer effects like this now. If some, if Sp- when I was a kid, when Spider-Man was Spider-Man, he didn't swing on webs, but he could climb walls. And what they did is they, they painted like the side of a building. Remember when we went to the, the, yeah. the museum of play? They had the side of the building on the floor and he'd crawl up it. And that's how they did the crawl. I mean, very yeah. primitive. I couldn't even comprehend Iron Man, Thor being in a movie. Yeah. It, it was like everything. When I was your age, that's, I'd lay in bed thinking about this movie. And then here we got it, the Avengers, the Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, all together in one movie. Yeah. 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 So this is this is what this sounds like a fan who's spoiled. Uh, this is a kid. When I grew up, we didn't have superhero movies. We had Batman in uh, the eighties, and then the Batman Returns. Then it went downhill and died off again. Superman then been rebooted. I remember uh, my uh, my uh, my friend John. Yeah. We'd make a point to go to every superhero movie because we only got like one a year, and they were usually horrible. And now you get two or three a year, and they're all excellent. Yeah. So. It's spoiled. I, I can't even begin to tell you what a big deal it was to have the Avengers on the big screen. And it worked. It was so great. Uh, I, I just impossible. After the Avengers, I had Spider-Man Homecoming. That was a good movie. That was a fun movie. I think they nailed Spider-Man, a young guy. Yeah. You know, uh, quirky, fun. The only real thing, issues I had with these Spider-Man movies is he's kind of like, Iron Man's his surrogate father, and he, he yeah. tries too hard to, to, to please him. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm a longtime Spider-Man fan. When I was your age, I snuck, uh, actually a little bit younger than you probably. Um, <clears throat> your Uncle Mike, my brother, had a nice Spider-Man comic collection. And I'd sneak into his room and take a couple issues to read them. Because we didn't have a TV. We didn't have internet. We didn't have video games. Yeah. So I'd sneak out a couple issues and then he'd get mad because I'd never put them back the same way. Uh, but I was thrilled to see the movie. And uh, Sony agreeing to let Marvel use him was fantastic. Yeah. And now, is it safe to say, uh, who's your favorite superhero? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So, you're on board with that. You're looking forward yeah. to the new movie, uh, Far From Home. You have the pop figures. Uh, you're, you're, you like Spider-Man. I mean, you could lot to relate with. A kid in school, yeah. uh, you know, girl problems, homework problems, money problems, uncool parent okay, okay, problems. Okay, you can, you can stop now with the... The, the laundry list of problems you're going yeah. through? All right. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, you're broke, uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, here are all the problems. Hey, everyone everyone has problems, kid. All right, so after Homecoming, we got Thor Ragnarok. 
And this is what one I called uh, finally the Thor movie I've been waiting my whole life for. Uh, based on the Walt Simonson, you know, sagas. That was a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Hulk cameo, Valkyrie, the cliffhanger ending, the sense of fun. Finally, he's not in the desert. It's not all gloomy. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think that's one of my favorite movies. I remember just the colors popping off yeah. the screen. It was just fantastically done. Uh, and the, Thor is my favorite character. Uh, you know, him and Spider-Man are, are like one and two, vice versa. Uh, but that was the movie I always wanted to see with Thor. It, it was, uh, and it's still, when I, mean, I think about it with the planet with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, there's so much, so much to like in there. Uh, a little bit higher than that, though, I put Captain America Civil War. This one I felt wasn't really a Captain America movie as it was an Avengers yeah. movie. This I, I Hero versus hero. At first, I thought it was actually like for the longest time, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Avengers Civil War." And yep. I was like, because it involves all the Avengers. It isn't like I get it that it's mainly focused on Captain America's like problems, kind of like with like the Bucky and stuff. But like that's all the Avengers, so I feel like it should have been an Avenger movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, it introduced Black Panther. It introduced Spider Man. Uh, but it managed them all. It was a fun movie. Uh, I mean, that airport scene yeah. where the the heroes are fighting. Again, Civil War is based on a very famous comic that came out years ago where the same thing happened. It was took a more realistic look. Like if we had superheroes existing today, the government would regulate them. And yeah, they'd know who you were. Like a police yeah. officer, you'd register, you'd be trained. And But then another segment of heroes didn't want to be controlled by the government because the government also can be corrupt. Yeah. And uh, they didn't want to be told what to do. Uh so it took a lot of threads from that, but I mean, when Spider-Man ever uh, yeah. spider-webbed Captain America's shield and introduced himself, yeah, it's good stuff. And then Giant Man appearing, and, and yeah, yeah, that was just what I, I smile when I think about that scene. Yeah, what was your favorite scene in that movie? Uh, I don't know. It's probably just a big fight. That was like really so many cool. heroes. Yeah, on that screen at once, it was just it's like a buffet of yeah. superhero goodness. Uh, just phenomenal. A little bit above, now we're in the final two, we're in the top two, what I felt were the greatest Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came in at number two. Nice. Nice! Now this, Guardians of the Galaxy, again, they, they, they're back in the 70s, I believe they were introduced, uh, they had a different team, there was like a big guy made of stone, uh, a Finn guy, I, uh, people like that, and then they kind of rebooted it, uh, I don't know when, probably in the, the early 80s, late 70s, uh, and they introduced Rocket Raccoon, uh, the Groot, uh, Star-Lord, and that's the one you know. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, actually, remember Sylvester Stallone? Yes. He was a group that, I think that was based on the original Guardians of the Galaxy group. <clears throat> so they had a cameo there, but this Guardians of the Galaxy movie was fun. Yes. Uh, favorite character? Probably has to be Rocket. He's pretty fun. Rocket Raccoon, uh, in the prison where he uh, he told him he needed a uh, prosthetic leg as a joke, and someone yeah. actually got somebody's prosthetic leg and brought it to him. Uh, he, he was quick with the with the fun. Uh, Lillian, our my daughter, your sister, yeah. uh, her favorite character, Groot. Uh, who uh, <clears throat> who was the guy Baptista played? Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. A big muscle pound. Uh, Drax. Oh, yeah. Uh, Drax the Destroyer uh, was funny. I mean, yeah. the whole cast was so good. The music was good. It didn't spend a lot of time on Earth. It got crazy. 
A lot of action scenes, a lot of sense of humor, but not too much. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, but Guardians of the Galaxy for years, I mean, when I grew up, when I was laying in bed thinking about an Avengers movie and I was thinking about Spider-Man movies, I never once thought about Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It just seems a pot, you know, a, a, a tree that talks. Yeah. A raccoon that's homicidal. I mean, where, who's going to watch this? And it was one of the biggest box office smashes of all time. And to you now, as a young man of 13, you know who Rocket Raccoon is. You know who Groot is. The yeah. superstars, the big movie guys. And to me, they were silly. Yeah. It's crazy how the, that time kind of messes with it. Uh, and then finally, this is, could be subject to change. I think it may drop down with time, but... It's the one I liked. It's the big one. The first half of the biggest superhero event in history, the Avengers Infinity War. Uh, I mean, I just remember, again, <clears throat> the Infinity War, another comic from the 90s where he got the Power Stones. Yeah. So they're adapting comics I've read. But I, I mean, just the number of heroes. Yeah. The way people reacted in the, the theater when people died, when Spider-Man yeah. died, uh, Black Panther... People were legitimately upset. Yeah. Do you remember leaving the theater after that movie and how quiet everyone was? I mean, they were shocked yeah. at the ending of that movie. Yeah, I. everyone went in with the mindset of, all right, there's two parts. This means that the first part's going to be Thanos getting like probably like around half the Infinity Stones, and then the second half, him almost getting the stones. And then probably, like I don't know, like the Avengers stop him. But the, the, everyone was completely blown away when he got all the Infinity Stones and then snapped. And everyone was just like, I did not see that coming. That total twist. Yep. We walked out of that theater and everyone was just quiet. Yeah. Like they couldn't believe what they had seen. People were kind of, people, I mean, it was, the fact that we watched actors dress in costumes to be superheroes and people were in tears. Yeah. It tells you how good of a movie that was and how good of a build-up it was to it. And the fact that it was only part one. Yeah. And we have part two coming. Part two is three hours long. They're going to wrap up every storyline from this era of the cinematic universe. And they're gonna, then next they're going to start the next big storyline. So this next movie is going to be it for a lot of these. Yes. Captain America, his last movie, last one for Iron Man. They're going to introduce new heroes and build yeah. it up again. Uh, this is, I mean, this is like a big deal. Yeah. The, I mean, we'll never have a movie set up like this. This was a decade. Since you yes. were three, two or three, they've been building up to this moment. And now you're old enough, you've watched them, you've grown for like the last seven years and watching them. Yeah. So it's been a long time for you too. Over half of your life, you've been watching movies that are building up to this yeah. ending. What are you going to do when it's over? I don't know. It's probably going to, like, I don't know, actually. I mean, I'm probably going to, like, prepare myself for the next one since I have so much of, like, like time, like, to grow with these characters. And then when I eventually have kids, I'll, like, I'll remember, I'll be able to tell them, like, oh, yeah, I remember when this was just starting and, like, this series was ending. Yep. It's so. crazy to think about that this, I mean, <clears throat> think about, like, the new Star Wars saga, three movies and done. Yeah. With pretty much the same cast. This one had, what, maybe 10 different movie series? Yeah. Dozens of actors, contracts. I mean, 
people agreeing to do cameos, appear in other, each other's movies. A storyline thread. I mean, you got the original Iron Man had the, the, the Tesseract st- square in it. The original Thor had Loki stealing the, the yeah. Tesseract at the end of it. it. They've been building up every, little things in every movie to this yeah. moment. Uh, and it's going to be a fun three hours, I think. I mean, they're going to need this three hours yeah. to wrap these stories up. This is not going to be bloat. This is not going to be nonsense. This is going to be, uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Yes. So that was my list. Uh, what did you think? Did, was there anything that you were like just wanted to throw down and take a swing at me because a movie was too high or too low? Anything that you were like, really? That's, uh, I would, I really like that movie more than that. Um, hmm. I'll tell you one thing. I did forget to mention Guardians of the Galaxy's number two because of the Howard the Duck cameo. Yes. That was, I'm a big Howard the Duck fan, so to see Howard the Duck again, yeah. Remember when I made you watch the 1986 movie? Yes. Howard the Duck. Woo! That was an interesting movie. I still like it, though. Uh, that's that. Those are the kind of Marvel movies I had when I grew, was growing up. And that was the only Marvel movie, like, in a five, six-year span. Wow. And that's what we got was Howard the Duck. So you are truly living in a golden age. So no real disagreements on any of these that Not you could really. think of? I mean, I think we have similar tastes in movies, so, uh, you know, we may have shifted a couple things up or down a few spots, but nothing crazy. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I may have put, like, you know, Doctor Strange I struggled with, you know, putting it a little higher. Uh, Captain America First Avenger I may have put into the top tier, because that was yeah. just a, such a fun movie. Uh Maybe drop Thor down to the lowest level because the original Thor I thought was just boring. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, not saying they're bad movies, they're just not yeah. great Marvel movies compared to the rest of them. Um, so, I've, I've, watching all these superhero movies, obviously, we told you at the beginning of the episode that you don't read comic books, but they, they haven't, like, spawned yeah. that interest in you to go read the comics these movies are based on or any of the heroes. You're just happy, you're just content with the movies. Yes. Uh, the, the video game Spider-Man, you're happy just playing that. I feel like if I did read the comics, it, I should have like read the comics before I watched the movies. Because I feel like it's one of those things where like it's either you watch the thing and then you don't read it, or you read it and then like you can compare. I feel like reading it would just be a little awkward. Yeah, I mean, it's also tough for new fans like Spider-Man. Uh, for instance, he's now uh, he's graduated college, so he's not a kid anymore. Yes. Uh, he's been married to Mary Jane, uh, then not married to Mary Jane, thanks to the devil. Uh, he's been rich, Iron Man rich. He's been Iron not rich. Uh, he's back to being poor now. Uh, so I mean, it's not even like it's the hero from the movie that you're reading about. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's it's just a different version. Uh, we did see it's not on the list, uh, but it was uh, Spider Man. Uh, what was the animated movie called? Sp- oh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Into the Spider-Verse. What do you think about that one? I mean, it's not on the list. It's not a Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. one. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, seeing all these different like sides of Spider-Man and thinking, like, these people think that they are Spider-Man. And it's like, it's just like wrapping your head around, like, these people think they're Spider-Man and... People like are like, oh yeah, this is Spider Man, but like in a different universe. I think that was a really creative idea. Yeah, I mean, the multiple. I mean, this is actually in science where they talk about parallel universes. Yeah. 
existing. So there's another universe where there's a Lucas, you know, but you took a different path. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, like you're a good kid, but maybe in the other universe you're an asshole. Yeah. I mean, so the, you know, but they're not, they don't think they're Spider-Man. They are that Spider-Man. Yeah. To them, they are. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I, again, thinking about Howard the Duck, I never thought I'd see Spider-Ham on the big yeah. screen. Uh, Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham, uh, which we're still looking for that damn pop figure, uh, which is near impossible to find. Thank you, Walgreens. Uh, and that was another Marvel one. And then, of course, we have uh, Far From Home coming up as well. So uh, this year is going to wind it up, and then uh, they're going to be tired of this wave of heroes and reboot and start over again for another 10 years. So they do another 10-year saga. You're going to be 23, probably in college or out of college or out of the military or whatever. Uh, all grown up, moved away. But you know what? I think in 10 years, maybe we'll we'll make a trip and come out and see you and watch the end of that compilation of superhero movies. Yeah, I'm interested to see like how people will respond to the new series because it's hard to... like. Like they, if you're just getting off of Infinity War, like you have to like either like set the standards back down, or you're gonna have to make a better like a better movie than Infinity War, which is not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean these are some of the most popular, highest grossing films of all time. So how long can they maintain it? Ten years is a long time to, yeah. to have this kind of streak of success without a big bomb in there. So I'm interested to see how they're going to tackle this very challenging. Uh, task at hand i agree well thank you very much for joining me on the first comics news podcast i will be back again next episode talking about some more comic books movie news and so on and so forth uh so until then i'll see you guys later goodbye thank you for listening to the first comics news podcast visit firstcomicsnews.com for all your comic news email us at firstcomicsnewspodcast at gmail.com 